In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. We are in the midst of our novena now to the coming of the Holy Ghost, the novena of Pentecost, the greatest and most solemn of all novenas of the year, truly the original novena, for it is recorded in the scriptures, in the Acts of the Apostles, that Our Lady and the Apostles spent nine full days in prayer before they were endued with power from on high with the promise of the Father. And so at the close of the Mass today, we shall sing the Veni Creator Spiritus and recite as well the consecration to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. As we come to a close of this month of May. This year, however, it so happens that on this day after the Feast of the Assumption, which we celebrated with such great solemnity yesterday, we celebrate the anniversary of the dedication of St. Mary's Oratory. And so the Mass today is the Mass of a dedication of a church. Starting last night and every night now leading up to the Vigil of Pentecost, we sing an O Antiphon in the same tone as what we sing in Advent leading up to Christmas. And every night we sing O Rex Gloria, Domine Virtutum, O King of Glory, Lord of Hosts, who has now ascended the highest heavens, leave us not as orphans, but send the promise of the Father to us, the Spirit of Truth, Alleluia. Our Lord has promised not to leave us as orphans. And now as we prepare for the Feast of Pentecost, we prepare as well for this great time of grace, which is the time after Pentecost is known also as Trinity Tide. And that mystery is very much tied to the mystery we celebrate today of the dedication of a church. Already in these days, our Lord will promise us with the coming of the Holy Spirit will come the dwelling of the Most Holy Trinity in us by what is known as habitual or sanctifying grace. He says, if any man love me, he will keep my word, and my Father and I will love him and make our mansion within him. This he says in the very same place where he speaks of the coming of the promise of the Father, that principle of love which emits from both Father and Son, the Holy Spirit. And we consider this especially today when we hear what is perhaps for some of us a surprising gospel for the feast of the dedication of a church. We might think of other gospels which could be said today and have some relation to a church, perhaps one of several gospels that speak of the new temple that is to come with Christ, the new temple of his body and the fading away of the old. 
Instead, what is chosen is the episode with the short man Zacchaeus, who climbs into the sycamore tree to see our Lord. And our Lord tells him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down. For today, I must dwell in thy house. How is the mystery of our Lord coming to dwell in the house of Zacchaeus that day tied to the mystery of the dedication of a church in which our Lord dwells sacramentally, just as the glory of the Lord dwelt in Solomon's temple? Our Lord often speaks of the temple of his body, which is to be destroyed and rebuilt in three days. And today we hear of our Lord dwelling not in a church of stone, but rather in the church of the human soul. If we dedicate churches and worship the Lord here and consecrate all the beautiful things of this world, first of all to the glory of God, it is if we give true glory to God through these sacramental works, also to achieve the secondary end of all liturgy, which is the sanctification of men. If we worship our Lord and adore his sacramental presence in this temple of God, which has so beautifully and so fittingly been constructed to honor our Lord's real and substantial presence here, it is so that after having given him glory, he may come to dwell in the temple of our body through Holy Communion and in the temple of our souls by grace. Truly then, if we prepare well by a good confession and a fervent Holy Communion today on this feast of the dedication, we may hear with joy the words of our Lord, salvation today is come to this house, for our Lord has come to seek that which was lost. And as we await the promise of the Father, we have all our consolation in the promise which comes to us in today's epistle, the closing of the book of the Apocalypse, when we are told that one day God will come, no longer under the sacramental veils, but as our judge, and to bring the world to an end, and all the foremost things we are told will pass away. God will wipe away every tear from our eyes, and there will no longer be mourning or weeping, for the former things are passed away. Then the heavenly bride, the new Jerusalem, will descend like a spouse prepared for her husband, adorned in all beauty by the grace of redemption. Truly our Lord will make all things new, and sorrow will pass away, for we shall dwell with him forever and ever. Amen.